Today on Chapter 41 of our podcast, we take a look at the various weird birds of the region. Hunting season is in full swing. More on that. And we sit down with one of our final visitors of Guestover, humble Howard Glassman. This is Jeff and Julie moved to France during a global pandemic. Okay, we have a very exciting episode uh, chapter for you uh, today, chapter 41, and we're going to be talking with our uh, guest, Humble Howard, in just a second. But uh, just a a little bit of residual from the Dan Duran visit from last week. And uh, I I don't know if there's, I'm not much of a, like, you know, a spirit catcher or whatever the heck, but a couple of bird incidents happened here three actually in the last couple of weeks that i find odd and i'm wondering if there's and you think they're related to dan well i just think they're related to to something in the sky i don't Uh, know well okay so we've got two birds that peck on windows we have okay there's those so i speculate that they see their image and they really like it and then they peck on the windows that's right and they wake everybody up yep okay we have those two birds but what does that have to do with dan duran well hang on when Dan was here mm-hmm. last week, he was uh, Lisa was up sleeping and he was by himself. And of course, you know how Dan gets. Oh, I think I want to go out and look at the stars, which is fine. But you know how he kind of meanders around looking up. Well, he opens the door, and it's like two in the morning, and a bird r- flies right into the jeet, all over the place. And I actually, uh, I, when I was cleaning the jeet for. Howard and Randy. Uh, oh, I you found residue? I found bird shit all wow. over the place. Uh, yeah. So I guess Dan was chasing him around the frying pan, which is an image. I, I wish I had that on video. Uh, but then, um, honestly, two days after they left, the dogs were going crazy in the main house, right? Yeah. And I hear this, thump, 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 thump. <laughs> and Anna is focused on the fireplace door. And there's a little bird in there, the same size bird that was flailing around trying to avoid being crushed by a frying pan by Dan. And uh, so we let the, we closed all the doors. You and I got rid of the dogs and opened the fireplace and flew right out. Yep. But, I mean, that's like four, that's three or four bird incidents. Wait, no, there's more. There's more? I, I was working out in our little gym area, and I had the door open because it was a really pretty day. Yeah. And a bird flew right in. Holy now, he saw me and flew right back out. I think this is a sign of some kind. I don't know what it is. but It, it might be the time of year. Like, they're looking for warmth, maybe? or Home uh, foraging? I don't know. I don't know. Well, anyway, that's our bird story. They're, they're all over the place around here. and um, But now they're, now they're starting to come into our dwelling and, you know, tap, 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 and flying into... That's three buildings now. There you go, that they've flown into. Well, there are a lot of birds. No, so. I know that. Uh, and you know what? They may be... <laughs> Maybe they're trying to hide from all the hunting that's going on around here. You know what? That's a really good point because there's a lot of blamming. There's a lot of noise. And when and I see them. Like, they disperse when they hear that kind of yeah. sound. So it might be that they're frightened. And, you know, we, we've joked this isn't really a laughing matter. We've joked about all how many hunting accidents happen in France every year. And another one happened last weekend where a British couple were uh, hunting up in Brittany. And they were walking through a cornfield. And I guess he had his... <laughs> His shotgun or on his shoulder. Conveniently. And his his wife was behind him and 67-year-old woman died um, in that hunting accident. And you said you've come across a couple more stories of hunting accidents? Yeah, I think there, there are usually a, a approximately 140 accidents a year in France. 
And you know, there's a. This is the the country that hunts the most in the EU. But they're but they're down though. The 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 deaths are down. Accidents might be up, but the deaths are down to about eleven or twelve a year. Oh, I see. That's good. Yeah, it used to be like around forty, consistently around forty people died a year. But now it's maybe we need more female uh, hunters because only two percent of the hunters here are females. It could be, and maybe we need better guidelines so that you know people aren't in the way when you're shooting at a wild boar or deer. Well, the, you, you're not supposed to shoot uh, 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 towards a road. Mm-hmm. Like there are guidelines, but I, I don't think they observe them all the time. Because our friends say pellets from the shotgun shot hit their place all the time. Well, they're they're right behind them tink, shoot, tink, shooting. Tink. Yeah, yeah. Like when we take our walk down down to. The village, sometimes we can, it's pretty close. And one of the things that's a little different between here and Canada is if you don't want hunters on your land here, you actually have to make an application. You can, you know, you can start by putting up signs and hopefully that will do it. But technically, you have to make an application to the local Marie to say, we, uh, uh, for, for these reasons, uh, wish not to have hunters on our land. Yeah, Otherwise, they can just come onto your land. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can you can uh, get your your property deemed a, a, conserv- a conservatory or right. a sanctuary right. for wild animals. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know that that has another flip side to it. Uh, you don't want to get the hunters well, angry. And and you know they're all around us, but to this point, we have not had an issue with no. you know with uh, hunters on our land, have we? No, no not we at all. Uh, but right now, there are about 1.3 million hunters in this in this country. So. And is that increasing, or or do you think it's de- decreasing over time? I think it's decreasing. Okay. I, I really do. I, th- I mean, that's just uh, anecdotally around here. You know, uh, some of our friends Olivier and they say they've been here about six years and say it used to be way worse. So I don't right. know. That's right. uh, that, that's our our little our and we're right in the thick of it. And I'm hoping that also they the they they're they're all hot and bothered when har- the hunting season begins in middle September. And so maybe it'll but they can they, it well goes it goes till, all the way till the end of February. I think there, there are certain species that go into April. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably, so. probably, um, deer end in February, and the um, the wild boar, which are more dangerous. Yes, wild boar is all year all year round. Is it? Yeah, sanglier all year round. Okay. Yeah. Um, we we uh, we've been blessed uh, this this uh, guest tober. Uh, we had Stacy and John here at the beginning of October. Had a great time with them. Had Dan Duran and his uh, partner Lisa here uh, a couple of weeks ago. And this week, uh, the Speaking man of wild boars. <laughs> <laughs> they're just boars. <laughs> I for sure thought you were going to be like. And speaking of wild boars, <laughs> the man responsible for the Jeff and Julie movie to France uh, podcast, the curator of our uh, 41 episodes, my friend for uh, 100 million years. We're mm-hmm. both from Saskatchewan. We've worked together. We've played together. And I love him like a brother, Mr. Howard Glassman. Oh, thank you, guys. Humble Howard. Um, nice. So nice to have you here. It's so great to have you, uh, to be on your podcast and to have uh, a chance to hang out with you guys here. Uh, I've listened to uh, many of the episodes, and it's sort of weird for me to be on it. I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. No, I'm the one who's nervous. I've got professional broadcasters oh, oh, here. Oh, wait a minute. No, you don't. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. You know, you've heard, you actually, you heard our show before you met both of us. Um, but can I just quickly, before I, I get into some other stuff, but I, I, I have a Dan Duran bird story. Oh, oh yet another really? one. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, let's hear that. And it, it, it ties in with France. Go on. The very first time I ever came to Europe was with Dan. You know, we'd all been besties and such. It was eight, 1982. And, you know, this might surprise Jeff, but I'm a bit of a control freak when it comes. To, yes, I know. Surprise. Oh, wait, yeah. no. Uh, why didn't you tell me to sit down for that news? <laughs> Quelle surprise. <laughs> so uh, I wouldn't let Dan drive. Because, you know, he's bit, he can be a bit clumsy. And so we, <laughs> drove, sure. we drove from Amsterdam through France, and we were south of Paris. And finally, Dan, after lunch one day, is like, oh, come on, it's my turn to drive. I'm like, all right, Dan. And I get in the passenger seat, literally pull out of the uh, restaurant. And he's got his left arm out the window and a bird shit on it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I'm like... Well, there you go, Dan. That's, that's supposed to be good luck. It, exactly. That's what I said. It's good luck, Dan. And was the rest of your trip good luck? <laughs> oh, it was fantastic. Okay. Uh, but yeah, what a, what a, so it's sort of surreal the last couple of days that I've been here seeing where you guys live. And I know a lot of people have been following along with your journey, the, the podcast, but I've been following it along privately. And it was a bit overwhelming. You know, I'll just be honest. When I we got out of the car... I don't know what I don't know. I couldn't really figure out. I thought about it after why I got so emotional. Oh, when after we picked you up from yeah. the train station and you just we yeah we got out of the car and you were yeah. Well, I, I think which, uh, you know I'm I'm getting emotional thinking about it because I I don't know what I uh, expected to see, but man, uh, and I think the the thing that we've all said over and over again for the last couple of days is that it, pictures don't do it any justice at all. I, I actually sent my daughters uh, a shot that we took this morning from the valley mm-hmm. during the walk um, and looking up at the house like it, it really as, as I said to Dan on a call today I said it's like being in a movie everywhere you look it's like a film uh-huh. so uh, yeah do you think it may might have been a little emotional also because it's it's the two of us but in a completely different environment yes mm-hmm. so you know you're accustomed yeah. you're accustomed to seeing us you know at our, the place in Rockwood that where we were for 20 years and all of a sudden, we're, you know, uh, in a completely different environment and a different culture. Or, or could it also be that this place maybe possibly exceeded your expectations? Uh, or oh, oh no, I mean, I know what you guys are like. I know the taste you have, and I know the the way you. I, I, I meant, I, I meant more southwest. Oh, France. oh yeah, no, but no, because what it did, because we drove in from uh, you picked us up in Dijon, and we so the drive was nice, but it was seeing your home, and oh. uh, I think it was that it was the. How you've made this place—it's stunning, man. Um, and I, I know, I, you know, and also how uh, you know, just to see that you've—it's two years. Like I remember, you know, having all our Zoom calls and you know, seeing your progress. And now I know when you said to me, "Oh, I'm living in the Jeet," I, I didn't know what that meant. You know, I barely—I barely know what it means now. But uh, and all the struggles, and then just seeing it manifested—you know—it's crazy to me. Yeah. Well, uh, and uh, today at lunch, I ran you through some of the before pictures. And I I know you were just kind of because this place was this place was taken down to the bones, man. Yeah, it was a a redo. And and I'll be honest, too. I mean, I mean, who knows what triggers it? I mean, I feel like your family. I've known you as long as, you know, most people in my life. And we've been friends for a long time. Julie and I and and my ex-wife who's with me, uh, Randy. <laughs> Love Randy. Isn't Randy something? Oh, She's amazing. Uh, so we're, 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 we're going to get into a, a oh, little yes. more on, on, on that whole thing, because I know people are dying to hear about it. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, no, it, 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 it has been great, and we've really caught up. And again, this goes back to the discussion that you and I have had on many occasions, which is one of the, one of the 
topics that led Julie and I to this move, which was to say, even our best friends that live, you know, an hour away from us in Ontario, we're not seeing them much. Maybe five, six, seven times a year tops. And if that. It's, if that it's yeah, a, if that. It's a lunch and then goodbye. Yep. And look at, look at, we've been now two days together here and we got two more and, and this has just been so amazing. And uh, now I'm going to get emotional, but <laughs> no, but it's just, it's really, really good to, to have you guys here. It's, it's, it's very special uh, because you and I have been on the Zoom calls, which we probably wouldn't be doing in Ontario 100%. either. We've been on the Zoom calls on a fairly regular basis. And now you get a chance to see exactly where I'm talking from, because that really me- makes a difference, don't oh, you find? And I mean, let, let me just jump in and tell everyone, by the way, Jeff and I are, are big babies. You should know that about us. We, <laughs> we're a bit sucks. They're um, man children. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we're immature, but we're also emotional. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was a lot of, it was very, I was very surprised. Actually, was, I was sort of overwhelmed by it. And uh, now thinking about it, I can feel it again. Um, but I mean, I, again, I hate this. I hate when people say things. Oh, I'm so proud of you guys. It's like, oh, but but I am. You know, it's like, not. Every, and we've talked about this ad nauseum, really. That not everyone. Everyone would think, oh, I would love to move to the south of France. Wouldn't life be wonderful? <laughs> yeah, okay. But here's the seventeen thousand things yeah. that you would need to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when, and was like, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but yeah. but like most people, they get to the second or third thing, go, oh, oh, this is too tough. <laughs> yeah. I think I'll just go to Arizona instead. <laughs> I think Julie wishes she had done that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is not for the faint of heart. There, no. it, it's a complex move, and, and I'm glad we did it when we weren't like 100, because it probably would have put us over the edge. But we have the energy and, and the wherewithal to be able to cope with what this adventure is, is presenting to us. And, and, you know, I think we're, we're now going into the fun times where the place is, is pretty well done and our friends are coming to visit, our family's coming to visit. We've got the governmental things kind of all figured out. Um, and now we're we're kind of poised to enjoy. Yeah, that's what that's what the hope is. And, you know, uh, you guys were amazed on our way back how many little roads and stuff that we, we went on. Well, that's a, that's a product of now we're in sort of more an, an, an adventuresome role and mode. And so we have been out and about quite a bit, as evidenced by the, the previous chapters here on our podcast as well. So we are starting to enjoy the the country for what it is mm-hmm. and, and the area for what it is. And, and what's really cool, uh, I think people should understand, and I'm going to get into this a little bit uh, when I talk about your ability to speak French, which is just, I think, incredible. But, you yes, know, yes, some yes. people come here, and you've this is you've educated us to this, that some people come here and they they live here, but they're not immersed in it. They have these enclaves of English and enclaves of Dutch, and even some people that are you know, I've been here a long time, don't speak a lot of French, which is weird, but I, okay, that's their business. But you two, you especially, but you, but, well, I, should, no, I shouldn't say you especially, both of you have immersed yourself in the, the area, the environment, the culture, and that speaks to who you guys are. I mean, you didn't come here to recreate Canada. Mm. Oh, God, no. <laughs> no, that's right. No. no, but I mean, good and bad, because a lot uh-huh. of people do that. They try and go to places you know, Americans were famous for this long ago, and wherever they would travel, they'd want to go to the McDonald's or to the steakhouse. Where... Don't you have Bud? Why don't you have Budweiser? A- exactly. Here? No. Well, I mean that that is kind of for for me. It's it's the impetus uh, was was for a change and an adventure, uh, the, the move, and uh, and and part of that is not go- moving to an enclave of Canadians. That's not part of the adventure to me. I, as a matter of fact, but you know, I'm, some people do that. They move no, to a no, foreign country mm-hmm. yeah. and they just hang out with the expats. 
Yeah. And I know you guys have some, you know, friends like that too, but it's just the immersion in the culture that we've been able to witness and you know, it's just been cool. Integration is key. You know, you you won't you won't fit into your neighborhood or your community if you're not trying to be a part of that community and you don't as you said, we don't want to change it. We we want to embrace it. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, Jeff, you're doing so great with your French lessons, and your French is improving all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's that's my goal. And it's funny, we, we did a, a special podcast uh, today on Humble and Fred uh, with Dan, and, and Fred made the comment, well, and isn't it also going to make it, you know, if you do learn the language, isn't it going to make life a lot easier for you when you're there? Of course it is. It make life a lot easier for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I told Jeff today we were talking in the morning at some point, I said, you know, I've observed something about him and and i think you relate to this and and in in, the, in my little golf world we talk about a mastery mindset people who have a mastery mindset which jeff does uh as you know in spades um they, they do a particular thing and, and i noticed it the first day i was here so people who are um not open to learning or resist learning don't like ha- don't like being corrected I'm just going to use myself as an example. When I go take a lesson with a, a, a golf teacher, I want you to. I want information. I want you to tell me what I'm doing wrong. I want to be corrected. I welcome it. So the very first day I was here, you guys were talking, and Jeff said something. You corrected him, and Jeff said thank you. I went. It, it doesn't happen all the time, I though. I said to myself, <laughs> I know. Listen, dude, you guys have been married a long time. I know it doesn't happen all the time, but that little nuanced moment, I, I just filed that away. I went. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I said, that's why he's going to learn this. Okay. Because he's open to not criticism. It's not, that's not the word I'm looking at. It's correction. Like if I'm looking at your backswing and I just say, no, no, a little bit t- this way, well, then either take it or don't, but that's what you need to learn. No, so it, when Julie did it, and yeah. Julie does it so sweetly, but I noticed that the first day and I'm like, ah, that's why Lumby's going to learn it because he's open to the correction. And I'm going to keep this conversation in, in the back of my mind because uh, – I do reach a, a, a fatigue of course uh, you do. level when we're because one of the things we're doing, which I find to be a very uh, uh, beneficial practice, is we do when we do our walks, just the two of us. That's French time, and it's about eighty percent French when we're really involved in it. But there comes a time towards the end of the walk where I I've had I'm up to here with corrections and I'm up to here with new words because you can only just or at least I can only just absorb so much right. Uh, but, but you know uh, what, Jeffy? That's all part of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all get that way. Like, you know, we can. But but there is that thing, this mastery mindset that certain people have, where they say, "Hey, I think I'd like to learn about wine," and then they become a level three, mm-hmm. you know, on their way to being sommelier. Well, not everyone wants to do that. It's sort of what brings me back to the idea of you guys. You guys could have done a lot of things with your retirement life, but you chose something. That takes a mastery mindset. Like I would tell you, folks, the attention to detail. I hate to say, folks, who am I, Letterman? Let me tell you something, folks. Uh, but the attention to detail. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, when I said you guys didn't want to change the, the the culture that you've immersed yourself in, but you have changed the environment of this domicile to your, you've bent it to your will. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that being the way you like things done. Not everyone does that, man. Mm-hmm. I don't do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I do it in certain areas of my life, but I don't have it. I looked around the house uh, this afternoon. I mean, like, like everything is just so nice. But Aww. it, it and, and I thought about it after you showed me those pictures. I thought, oh, 
Now I have some perspective again as to what this joint looked like. And it wasn't all that great. No, you know? I mean, but as we, you said, good bones, right? Yeah, well, and we knew that when we first saw it. I mean, we were pretty hooked before we even walked inside because this view, as you know, is just, uh, it's, it's something from... Like I call it Narnia all the time. <laughs> I <laughs> do. I it's, especially it. the other day when it was a little bit misty. Yeah. yeah. It was Narnia. It's very Narnia-esque. Mm. And so when we went inside and realized, okay, this is one solid house. We don't have foundation issues. We just have design issues. We knew that we could make a go of it. So that's what I, I observed that very first day. And, I, and again, I know that about you. I've known you for 40 plus years. And, you know, one thing about, you know, I'm sitting here at a drum kit and, uh, <laughs> You know, one of the first, you know, it was so funny the first day because it was like two little boys like, let me show you this. Let me show you that. I don't want to talk about this. And, uh, but I, I watched, I said to Julie, you didn't hear this, but Julie and I were talking about the last time I'd seen you drum really was you were with your band. Bourbon Brethren. At I miss those rock boys. Pile. Mm. Yeah. Was it the Rock Pile? No, it was just Rockwood. Ro no, at the, the gig. The Oh, oh, yes, that's <laughs> right. Is it gig? Oh, in Toronto. In Toronto. That's right. So I hadn't seen you drum in a long huh. time. And then I saw you drum uh, the day we arrived, and you were doing some kind of complicated, you know, John Bonham thing. I'm like, this dude never, he's relentless. <laughs> but, but you're like me. You're relentless where it interests you. Well, and that's mm. one of one of the reasons that you and I are such good friends because you've done the same with with golf, uh, being a pilot, you know, playing keyboards, playing guitar, uh, Uni unicycle. Yeah, I, I kind of consider the two Juggling. of you. No, you guys are kind of Renaissance men. Like you're, you're not yeah. just sitting there going, "I know enough." No, you're you're really kind of okay, searching out what what can I what can feed me more, what can excite me more, um, give me a challenge, and and you pursue it and and you complete the task, which not very many people do. So. Well, if you'd seen me ride a unicycle, you may not say that. It was pretty... <laughs> but but you mentioned something today, and I, I don't quite remember what it was we were talking about, but it was about people who quit. Yes, and they get. A couple steps in and oh wait a minute this is really hard yeah i had no idea well i was talking to you about when people learn to fly if they take ground school that first, was it that was very it. often they drop out because they don't understand they haven't tasted the joy of the the activity they just it's the learning part and learning part's hard oh yeah you know it kind of it's an it's, a, it's just you you corrected me is it analogous or analogous 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 it's analogous to this property like you could have done good enough you could have said, okay, we'll do a few things, and then we'll live in it, and we'll see how things go. But I, I, and I was reminded of this when I was looking at the pictures at lunch, that there was a shot, you said, do you recognize this room? And I said, oh, that's the dining room. But it, was, it wasn't there. You made it. Yeah, we created it. <laughs> you created it. I mean, there was a footprint of it there, but it was more of, a, of an exterior room. So, but you could have done a fifth of the stuff you guys have done, and it would have been fantastic. But you kind of... You kind of just kept going where a lot of people, and, and again, that goes to, uh, you know, the type of folks both of you are. So that's maybe why I got a little emotional when I saw the place. It was like it just all kind of came, you know, flooding in. But uh, I got to tell you, I didn't know, didn't know what to expect either of the visit. I've been traveling for this last uh, week with my ex-wife, who, uh, oh, yeah. who we've all known for a very long time. and. She is such a personality. She is a character. Like, you know what? She is she is a unique individual. Yes. I've always embraced that about Randy. She's got her her ways. She's caring. She's loving. But she is different. Oh yeah. <laughs> Am I right? Well, yeah, I was talking to one of my kids today, and they can they they all know Mummy's a character, and you know I, I've often said this about characters, and you and I are 
those people. I said, everyone loves characters when they're watching a movie or a TV show, but sometimes when you meet them in real life, it's a bit much. <laughs> so, uh, and you and I can attest that, but uh, like Randy is a perfect example. I was telling Charlie, my oldest daughter, and she said, well, how, how are things with mommy? And I said, they're fine, but I, you know, she's got her shtick. And, and she goes, oh, mommy's great. I said, yeah, but you know, have you ever ordered, have you ever heard her order a vodka? And then Charlie started to laugh because <laughs> she does it with the kids too. You know, and it's just this, I'll have a vodka, but only this much in a glass, but a wine glass, and then I need another glass with ice, and then a glass with water, and the waiter in Paris is looking at us like, ah! <laughs> so, well, did you, last night, we got back from dinner, and I asked her if she wanted a vodka, and uh, she said, I'll get it. I said, no, no, I'll get it. Uh, how do you like it? And she gave me all that, and what did I do? I just... Handed her yeah, the scoop. Handed her Here the glass. Go. Here's the you measuring know, exactly, cup. At first, you were going to go do it, and then after about the third thing that she said, you went, okay. Here, here you go. You I'm out. Uh, I'm out. <laughs> well, you guys just... Literally, before we started recording, Jeff and, and Randy went to town uh, to get some stuff for dinner tonight. We're having pizza, and we're going to kind of make a salad, salad and thing. Yeah. So I see Randy, I go, because we wanted to take care of it, and I said, well, blah, 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 did, what did you get? She goes, well, there was no gluten-free, so I got latkes. <laughs> I said, excuse me? So we're having, I said, latkes not even in the same category. <laughs> It's like, uh, yeah, we're having steak. Yeah, we're having, I'll have a muffin. No, but she was trying to explain to me, yeah, you know, I'll put chorizo on it and some olives and some peppers. Yeah. It'll be like a pizza. <laughs> no, I know. I'm going, what? She said, when you guys are eating your pizza, I'll be eating the latke. It'll be just the same. <laughs> I go, okay. Would you like that with your uh, vodka in a wine glass? Or... <laughs> I forgot the French phrase of the day. Oh, that's okay. I, 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 I was just too nervous in this, you know, environment. Well, no, no, but, and... uh, but I think the French phrase of the day should happen with Howard here. So it... Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to step okay. aside. No, no, no. So, so um, this is relating to hunting, because I thought oh. we've been talking well, about hunters. So we're going back to hunting, and I'll be honest with you, I don't understand this French phrase. I mean, I understand the words. I don't understand oh, the boy, meaning. I, I have so a real good chance. Maybe you guys can help me. No, oh, yeah, you're going to get the I'll words. I'll be a big help. You're going to get the words. Okay, so here it goes. A vieux chasseur, il faut jeune chien. Oh, young dog, something mm -hmm. with young dog. Mm -hmm. Very good, Howard. A jeune chasseur, il faut vieux chien. Go ahead, Howard. Um, something singing no, with no, a young dog? A, a young hunter. So, oh, okay. chasseur is a hunter. Okay, but isn't chasson a song? Yeah. Yes, but this but is chasseur. Chasseur, chasseur is chasseur. not. So I'll, I'll start again. You guys are very, you know what? Close. You're very, get, getting hot. Start, getting start hot. from okay. the beginning. A, a vieux chasseur. An old hunter. Il faut jeune chien. Needs a young dog. A jeune chasseur. A young hunter. Il faut vieux chien. Needs an old dog. Needs an old dog. What the hell does that mean? Well, the old, the... the I know what it means. Yeah. yeah. You go. Well, it means if, if you're inexperienced, you need an experienced dog. That's right. Yeah. Oh. And if you're old, you need a, a, a dog that's going to do a lot of the work. So There's you need a young dog. For it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's very good. And look at us just... Uh, you guys you guys nailed it. I mean, just, well, that's I, really you know, classic outside teamwork. Of, outside of Moose Jaw, I used to ride horses with this guy who was uh, had black labs. He trained them to go retrieve the ducks. Yeah. Uh -huh. Like, it's amazing. Uh -huh. But when they're young, man... You know, they fly. They fly. Um, it's almost, I think the uh, young hunter needing the old dog uh -huh. is almost like a young golfer needing an experienced caddy.
Thank you, Banker Vance. Um, I will say the stupidest thing, I've said a lot of stupid things, but the thing that I said, I, I was telling Charlie too, she said to me, because I told her how well I thought you were doing in French, okay? I yeah. just did. I said, Jeff speaks great French. I said, it's amazing. I, 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 as I said on the Humble and Fred podcast, I said, you know, one of the, uh, and there's a, a great Hebrew, uh, Yiddish word, Kavel. I, I feel like when you're speaking French, I'm Kavelling. I'm so proud of you. Oh. And I said to Charlie, I said, Lumbies so good and he's very comfortable and she said what about you daddy i said well i try my best but the other night i said por favor <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and i laughed and charlie's like daddy but i said i know it's spanish honey but i got nervous <laughs> i think said, you also said excuse excuse <laughs> and i think you sort of did an italian i'm so dumb, I'm so dumb. <gasps> all around the cut you were in spanish and i know i did Spain a whole tour italy and and but but i was trying to say my i have about 16 words in french and i got a couple of spanish ones I know mixed up. Oh, I think you did great. You've been wonderful ordering your food and mm. your thank yous and your uh, mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah. I've been really, really great. Um, it's funny because I know that uh, other guests have been here. I know John and Stacy and Dan and Lisa, and you know everyone. You know, especially when you're going to stay at a beautiful place with friends, you always bring something along. Yeah. Mm. Well, and and you. Uh, <laughs> well, first of all, Dan. Dan uh -huh. brought. Uh, oh, he he brought me a year's supply of, of North American chewing gum. Right. It, why is the gum here bad? It's terrible. I, it, oh, my God. It, it's it's hard. It's tasteless. It, it loses its flavor in two seconds. Hmm. Um, and Oh, and John and Stacy, they brought uh, they brought Charmin. And mustard. And mustard. And Howard brought... Uh, okay, so Howard brought me four cigars. He brought uh, the pit stop and... Um, he gave uh, us uh, COVID. All right. <laughs> All right. We don't know. No, 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 no. I think, I think you just had a COVID. cold. Yeah. I think you just had a cold. But Anyways. We'll, we'll find out soon enough. <laughs> That's what I told Charlie. Because I, I haven't spoken to her in a couple of days. I haven't talked to her since we were in Paris. And I said, I started to feel not great. And I said to her, I called you the morning we were supposed to come here. And I felt terrible. I'm like, okay. I'll put Randy on a train. I'll stay here for another day. You oh, got, God. You know and what? you were like, yeah, come on. Everyone's got COVID. I didn't, I, you know what? I never tested myself, but I had, you know, basically, if, if they've never heard of COVID, this would be definitely the worst cold I've had in a couple of years. Here's the thing. If you're going to be on a train, a plane, uh, right now, somebody on that train, somebody on that plane is going to have COVID. So, uh, you know what? You, you either wrap yourself in bubble wrap and... and uh, Hand stuff, sanitizer, or you just go out and you just well, you gotta live. You gotta the other live. thing is, we've been eating outdoors. Yeah. It's, it's it's lovely weather right now. Yeah. I mean, you, you and Randy hit such a great pocket of weather; oh, yeah. it's insane. So you know, it, it's not as, as if we're inside in close quarters, like in a studio, like mm. right now. oh, like right now. <laughs> I was also telling, that's a really good time to maybe shut her down. Uh, well, I was just quickly uh, telling Charlie that you know, of all the hospitality you guys have shown us. Um, and it's just an amazing space, and we've had some great dinners, and I love driving with Lumby through the countryside because he drives like me. <laughs> and uh, I know Randy gets a bit frightened, but I said, here's the other cool thing, Charlie. I said, he has three, they have three dogs. Mm -hmm. So Randy just sent me a picture of it. At one point, I guess I forgot I did this. I was laying on the ground. I think it was Brad, but I was like having him. He was embracing me. I was like literally on the floor, <laughs> hugging him. <laughs> I, I could. That, that's really like a, such an added bonus of this air J and J. 
<laughs> no, it, and, and I just want you to know, buddy, how much it means to both of us that uh, you guys are here and that you've made made the effort. Made, you know, it's Because it's not cheap. You don't, it's, This is not just, you know, going to uh, Aurelia. Uh, but uh, to make the effort to come here, and uh, I'm glad you, you're doing a little extension of your trip, but... Uh, this is this is a home for you anytime you well, want. I appreciate it, man. I love it here. And uh, you know, um, you you can come here by yourself with your ex-wife, with a, you can, yeah. a circus clown. I really, yeah, right. I, I really don't care who you come. He's here. bringing a girl he dated back in 1987. It's, what is? Who is she? I'll just need some kind of a form to keep up. <laughs> That's right. I'll have to send you a bio. Yeah, exactly. Do I have to remember her name? Okay. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Pal, thanks so much for joining oh, guys, us. Thank and you thanks for, for having coming. me on the show. Oh. And we're so excited to have been a you know, part of it, its launch. And we love uh, Humble and Fred uh, Radio Inc. We love uh, yeah. producing. Well, and, and uh, you know, one of the questions that we do get just before you go here, maybe you could just give us the kind of the Coles notes. One of the questions we get from, you know, boomers who may not be as technically savvy as some of the younger generations is how does how does that podcast, how do I, how does it go to to iTunes? How does it go to Spotify? How does that all happen? I don't know. We got a guy. <laughs> you got, you a, got guy. a guy. We got a guy. Love it. Um, and I, you know, I, I, you know, no one, I mean, it's, you, you would, you know, technically, but I'll tell you what's really cool is I go on, I was on Facebook, like guess before I came here and just the engagement you guys get. It goes to show you that if you do something you're passionate about, and you guys are great at this. I said that to Julia. I always, you know, you're a veteran broadcaster and one of my faves, but you know, the fact that Julie is so good at this and the fact that it's such a nice product and it's, it's, it's interesting. It's got a, it's almost like a. It's like a like this a, a series, right? And we're following along with you, and right. I just noticed the the engagement you guys get on Facebook is testament to how how uh, engaging you two are. Oh well, thank well, you very thank much. You. Well, and we feel we're in we're, our, our pocket, and you know it's it's funny. You we've talked about this. You really wanted me to do a podcast, and and you were getting frustrated with I kept coming up with ideas that I didn't feel had the legs. And when when this one came into my mind, I thought, okay, the first. I don't know how many episodes are going to be about getting here, which is going to be, you know, it, 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 it's it's going to be cathartic for sure. And intense. And emotional. Uh, but what, what do we have after that? And once I realized that, oh, now we can start talking about the, the you know, the benefits of France, the beauty of France, all the attractions. Of well, now it's just, this is... This is where we like to be. Yeah, I told you. I said episode four will be nothing like episode forty-four. No, yeah. that's true too. We're we're much more uh, comfortable with with the whole atmosphere and doing it. And uh, and and you're right. Julie has really wrapped herself around it. So uh, we, we I, I thank you because not only just for providing uh, the 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 forum for this podcast, but for just all the encouragement and uh, and support you're. You're amazing. We should stop now because you and I'll start to cry. Yeah, right. you guys, you're getting so emotional. Like, yeah, it's a good thing I don't drink come anymore. On. <laughs> because we'd be crying and then fighting. <laughs> Next week on the show, we have absolutely no idea what we're doing because I, I think we're just going to review guest Guesttober because we've had so much fun and uh, um, and and I think we're, we'll just do something along those lines for next week well, who knows it's a surprise or or maybe we're going to go meet another 230 people and be at some party we just got another din dinner invite by the way okay that's i, I got i got I, you know what i've got to move back to canada <laughs> i know we're the canadian freaks everybody wants to see see the show i gotta move back to canada to calm down <laughs> uh thanks very much for joining us this has been chapter 41 it's jeff and julie moved to france during a global pandemic a bientôt 
Por favor. <risos> Por favor. <risos> <risos>